Welcome, everyone, and thanks for tuning into the 40th episode of the Strong Goo Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Donar, and today I want to talk to you about how our egos. Oh, it's back yet again. Man, those egos always come back, right? But I want to talk to you about how our egos try to scare the crap out of us to the point where we become afraid to take action to the growth we want to achieve. I'll get to that more here in a minute, but if you like what you hear in this episode, please share the love and support by sending this podcast to anyone you know and love. And you could also follow the Strong Goo Podcast for weekly tips and tricks for both mental health and self-development. All right, let's go. What up, my Strong Goo fam? Joe Donar here. And today I want to talk to you about how the love we share should not be lived in worry or stress or anger or fear. And if it is... We're probably living in a very stressful environment we call our lives. We are more often than not being pulled and manipulated by the negative thoughts conceived by our amazing and talented egos. And I'm not sure about you, but at least for me, I know when my ego is talking to me in my head, trying to take control. It's always when one of my thoughts comes from a place of fear, a place of lack, so to speak. And this happens when I'm thinking about those bad thoughts. And you know those bad thoughts I'm talking about, don't you? They're the thoughts that are derived from fear or in hate, or jealousy, or greed, or anger. These thoughts that we think that come from one of these horrible places are bad thoughts. They are not good thoughts, which make them not real. They just seem so real, and we just believe the bad to be good, because they seem like they're protecting us from getting hurt and being in pain. And this is what the ego does. It keeps us alive. But if we start being controlled and corrupted by the ego, it will kill our curiosity, since our curiosity is learning that takes place in the unknown. And the ego only loves the things that are known and that we routinely do. Because now to our egos, if we know all the answers within each of our days, we are believed to be safe and protected. And if we're safe and protected, well, we'll hopefully won't get hurt and probably won't die. Well, fingers crossed at least. So when our curiosity is smothered by our ego, we stop intentionally learning. And this doesn't mean that we stop learning altogether though. No, it just means that chances are we won't practice whatever we want to get better at. Because to practice means that we must explore uncharted territory, which means that we'll probably get lost and have to circle back a few times before we really get going. And our egos, well, they don't like new processes, for the ego only likes what it knows and what it's already good at, even if it's not good for us. An example of this in my field, which is health and fitness, would be someone working on improved nutritional habits slowly over time, so then they could hopefully create more improved methods to regulate and manage their healthy and whole food intake which will always lead to a positive long-term change in their behavior that now automatically understands that they can't eat fast food if they want to lose the weight that they carry. This also goes to show that we get good at the practice we're doing, which just means we need to work more than we don't on the habits we want to change. So going back to the nutritional example, if we spend 11 months out of the year eating and drinking all that we want, fully knowing we probably shouldn't be eating or drinking the things that we do, we are practicing gluttony, which is the desire to consume more than that one which requires. And this is a self-destructed habit that can lead to countless other negative health symptoms, which one of them being the number one leading cause of death in the world, which is cardiovascular disease. What then happens when we recognize it is time for a change, and maybe this awareness occurs when we stop fitting into the clothes that we have, or we get tired of getting tired being out of breath after every time we go up the stairs, so we attempt to change. Maybe, say, our diet starting January 1st, of course, that tries to overhaul and restrict all the calories we've been working so hard to accumulate over the past 11 months. 
These diets typically do not work because we're disrupting too many behavioral patterns that our physical bodies and our mental states have gotten used to over the past 11 months, or many cases, over the course of our entire lives. So going back to our tricky little ego, it will always try to protect us from harm if we allow it to control our thoughts by focusing on the not-so-good thoughts, which then, they are bad thoughts. And if we have these bad thoughts that are rooted in this fear and this hate, the thoughts that we think and the thoughts that we believe to be true are not coming from a place of love. And these bad thoughts are the opposite of love. Because they're not coming from a place of abundance, for fear comes from attachment, and the ego makes us afraid of losing what we become attached to. And this is why it's super important to detach ourselves from the attachments we attempt to preserve and work so hard to have. And we have to remind ourselves that all these attachments that we attach ourselves to that form this identity that is who we think we are, like our schools that we graduated from or our favorite sports teams or our jobs or being a parent or all the money that we made so far will eventually fade when we die. Whoa, that got dark quick. Because if we're living in the present of each moment, we are not led with this false fear that our egos use to control us, like puppets on a string. Because when we're in the here and now, and we're perfectly present in the moment, we are more than we ever thought possible. Because now, we're authentically living, since we're acting in accordance to where we currently are, and we see all of which is around. And we begin to notice all the limitless possibilities and opportunities that surround each second within each of our minutes. For now, we're not thinking about the predictable past, which the ego loves so much, since it's a place of comfort. And being in the present moment stops us from thinking those really scary thoughts about the future that the ego constantly reminds us about, which is always the worst case scenario. But remember, it does this so we don't get hurt and embarrassed. But either way, the ego could potentially freeze us from any action that would move us onto the road less traveled. Being presently where we are gives us a chance to see all the love that encompasses our every day. Perceiving this love, we become connected to it and slowly understand that we are it, that we are love. That's all we are and always have been. We just don't typically give ourselves an opportunity to live life in light and not one in darkness. And our egos do a damn good job of creating these dark clouds of thoughts and emotions for us to fear. So I guess my takeaway for this episode would be, if you notice a thought that is led in worry, doubt, anger, shame, and hate... It is the ego trying to control our every move, which ironically, most of the time makes us stuck preventing any growth from happening. And just know, these thoughts are not good. They are only bad because they come from a place of fear of losing something we're comfortably attached to. And when this happens and we think these negative thoughts, this is when we should smile and know it's the ego just trying to protect us from harm or protect us from losing the people and the things that we have in our lives. We should think it for doing its job, but we don't have to listen to it. But seriously, though, we don't have to continuously listen to that nasty voice inside our heads that reminds us of what we don't want to have happen to us. Because if we do listen and let that ego inside of our hearts, we won't grow into the person we already are, since now we're not living in light or in love. All right, guys, that's it. The song I'm attaching to this episode is called Three Little Birds by Bob Marley and the Wailers. It's a song that everyone has heard of, but it's also a song that only a few actually understand and apply to their everyday. If you take notes throughout the song, you'll start to recognize that everything in life ends up the way it needs to be. So trying to control what we don't know instead of surrendering into the unknown will only make us believe the doubt and the fear that we hold in our hearts and minds. Anyways, though, love happy, my friends. Thanks for listening. And remember, the work is the journey and the journey will forever be the work. Till next time. Peace.